Uh, praise God. <laughs> Glory. Wow, well, happy Mother's Day to all the mums. What a privilege it is to be a mum. I'll, uh, I remember my f- first, I'll start from the beginning of my motherhood. <laughs> I remember, that's really, really bright, guys. <laughs> we do something about that. Woo, turn it down. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I want to shine, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I remember giving birth to my first child, my, my son. That's that. <laughs> The miracle of being a mother, I remember thinking that I was the most amazing person on the planet. You know, like I felt like I was the only person that had ever given birth to a child. And uh, I just felt so clever that that I had made this human being inside me. It was just, uh, just absolutely incredible. I think mums are given to believing in miracles because to me I saw a miracle. And then I had my daughter, my, my second, and, 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 and I felt equally as, as amazingly clever because I had a boy and then a girl. I thought, oh, man, you are, woman, you are amazing. <laughs> and then I had my next girl and then that was a few years after, so I felt really, really clever that I could, you know, still have the, the most beautiful um, little girl with the greatest, hugest dimples I'd ever seen, you know. So, But... Uh, you know, I'm sure that mums can relate to that, just how clever and how amazing you you feel to be able to give birth to a beautiful child. And uh, I know the dads have something to do, but this is Mother's Day, so you just got to put up with the narrative. Yeah. Mother's Day today. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. How is it possible? I thought, how is this possible to be able to give birth to a, to a child? You know, I believe every birth is a miracle. Amen which sort of leans us into, I believe that there's a capacity on the inside of us and spiritually, uh, I can, I'll be speaking spiritually as well as um, um, in the natural, but um, to be able to give birth, you know, um, to a child is, is, is one of the most incredible miracles I think that anyone can possibly experience. But, you know, we can actually give birth in the spirit as well. And I'm going to be touching on that, you know, the, the miracle of the new birth. Um, but I'll never be – I'm just so grateful to be a, to be a mum and to be a grandmother of number 13 in a couple of weeks. So, so uh, yeah, incredibly blessed. When I was thinking about and just sort of praying into and wondering about today and, and what I would bring, the word that came to me was – for with God, nothing will be impossible. I was thinking, okay, so what sort of mother can I, what mother can I look at? Tim, you nearly preached my message. Uh, what, what mother could we look at? Oh, God, what do you want to bring through this? But the words that I heard was, with God, nothing is impossible. So I never actually heard the person, but I heard the words that were spoken to her. And, and of course, I'm, I'm speaking about the mother of Jesus, Mary. And I want to look into a little bit of her journey today. And, and, and I believe that we'll, we'll be able to relate on, on, every, on every level. The mother we could talk about today, not hearing, 
not necessarily hearing her, her name, but hearing the words that impacted her life and changed her life, changed her destiny. The words that put purpose on the inside of her. And we all live for a purpose. We all live for a destiny. That's what we're here for. God knew that we were going to be here on this planet in this time and in this season. And uh, I'm, I'm believing that we're going to be even more grateful for the fact that we're here and we're in the here and now uh, after today. Amen. Why don't you turn to someone and say, that sounds like good news. Yes, 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 yes. So we're going to be talking about the ultimate mother in the Bible, and that's Mary. You know, when God was looking for someone to birth the Messiah, he didn't look for a man, okay? He found a woman because there are certain things that only women can do. Amen? There's a good powerful statement right there. And that is to grow a child and give birth to a child. So he looked for a woman, that kind of woman. Amen. What was he looking for in her? We'll find that out today. What sort of woman was he looking for? You know, there's a thought that Mary was chosen. The, the thought that I had when, when I thought of Mary, I thought she was actually chosen to birth a generation, to bring forth the generation. Hallelujah. And you and I are chosen as well, male or female, in the spiritual sense, to be God carriers to our generation. That's what we're here for right now, to be God carriers. Glory to God. To carry the presence of God. Amen? To bring the manifestation of the glory of God. What, what am I talking about? The goodness of God. There was a manifestation in the marketplace the other day with Sandra, bringing forth a manifestation of the goodness of God at youth on Friday night, bringing forth a manifestation of the goodness of God. That's what our generation is here for right now, to carry, amen, the goodness of God to our generation. Turn to someone else and say, she's talking about you and she's talking about me. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. need to stick to my notes. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. So at the moment, we're living in a world that is despondent and uh, lacking a lot of hope. Is that right? Spiritually, socially, economically, politically, physically, environmentally, there's, there's a huge challenge going on right now. And, but the thing is that if we actually read our Bibles, I know that we're in good company reading our Bibles, we actually find that if we read right to the end of the book, things will get worse. Is that right? But as God carriers, we're the ones that actually carry the hope for the world. Amen? Our hope can actually increase. Our confident expectation can increase as we stay in the word of God. You know, one statement that Jesus, Jesus actually made was, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith? He's going to be looking for faith when he comes. Is that right? And the way that he's going to find faith um, is, is by looking to us and saying, well, okay, are you full of the word of God? Because the word of God is what produces faith. Faith comes by hearing God speak. Now, faith for Mary came by hearing the word of the Lord through an angel. Praise the Lord. And I believe we're going to see many, many more manifestations of angels in this season that we're entering into right now. In the scriptures say, beware lest you entertain angels unaware. 
But, but I believe there's going to be a speeding up of that. Why do I believe that? Because as we step into alignment for our assignments, that the angels that are assigned to help us within our assignments will also be aligned with their assignments and we're going to do so much more with few than we can do with many. We see that in the Bible all the way through. We see where people did so much more with few. Is that right? Like Elijah said, said to the Lord, open the eyes of my servant Gehazi so that he could see there is so many for us than are actually against us. And how was he in that position to actually say that? He was divinely aligned with his purpose and his destiny. He was exactly where God had called him to be. So therefore, his angels were on assignment with him. Amen? And we're going to see many, many more of that in the times ahead. We will do so much more with few than we can do with many. God's done it all the way through the Bible. I don't know why I went there, but I did. Hebrews 6 verse 19 says, This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil. Meaning whatever is happening around us right now, hope is the anchor for our soul. We carry confident expectation of a good outcome no matter what season we're in. The church carries a confident expectation, that's what hope is, of a great outcome in our lives, a great outcome for our nation. Is that right? A great outcome for our city. Why? Because we are carriers of hope. Hallelujah. We carry that for this generation. And God purposed us to be here for a time such as this. That's exciting. I find it hard to get the smile off my face when I start thinking about it. Hallelujah. What did it look like for Mary to do that, to bring forth that generation? Luke 1, you can turn with me if you like to that. I'm going to be reading out of the New King James Bible. Okay, starting from verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favoured one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. It's interesting that she wasn't troubled with what he said. She was troubled at what he was saying to her. Okay? She was troubled by what he was saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. That's sort of, you know, I, I would presume with that statement that Perhaps she was, she'd seen angels before because it didn't seem that she was concerned about seeing the angel but what the angel had said to her. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and he will be called son of the highest, and the Lord will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? So what she was saying, she was actually asking a question. Mary, Mary wasn't saying, well, I don't believe you. What she was saying was, how is this going to happen? How is this going to happen? You know, so many of us carry dreams in our hearts right now. Dreams for our children, hopes for their future in our hearts right now. But we can look around and say, how is this going to happen? 
You know, I remember thinking that when Brad, when I was having my kids that many years ago, I was thinking, what sort of world am I bringing my children into? I've got, I've got hopes, I've got dreams for them, I'm carrying them in my heart. But what sort of, a, even right back then, what, what am I bringing them into? And, you know, many mums can be thinking that right now. How can this be? How can they fulfil the dreams and the destinies that are upon their life? How can this be? But let's have a look at verse 35. The angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The Holy Spirit will come upon that word that I'm speaking into your heart right now and will conceive the promise and you will bring forth. Oh, bless the Lord. Amen. You will bring forth the promise. Hallelujah. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's so good to shout about that they're right there. Amen. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, that Holy One who is born will be called the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month in her old age. And this, oh, in her old age. Oh, bless the Lord. Wow. Someone say, I believe in miracles. I, I just believe the word of God. And I believe that Jesus is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. Amen. And there's going to be women that are going to be conceiving in their old age. I just released that right now. You think you're too old? Hey, read your Bible. I said, read your Bible. Read your Bible. There's a few more in there as well. Oh, bless the Lord. Hey. Woohoo! That'll do it. I can finish right there. <laughs> yes. Ah. Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived her son in her old age. Someone say, in your old age. Bless the Lord. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. Oh, God's resting on this right now. <sighs> Some might have been called barren. You know, I was speaking to a friend the other day and she, just, she, had, she had just led someone to the Lord for the first time in her life. So let's look at it both ways. Man, she was excited. Some of us might feel barren. Amen? But I tell you, our sons and daughters are going to come from afar. And, and, and this, I'm getting on this in the natural here right now. Some people have been called barren. Maybe people that are watching through, through live stream right now. And I tell you what, I break that in the name of Jesus. The word of God here we're reading. Amen. And if he's the same yesterday, he can be the same for you today. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You want to receive that. Receive that for someone. Let's just receive it. Glory to God. Hey. Listen to this. This is amazing. This is amazing. You ready for it? Verse 37. For with God, nothing will be impossible. For with God, nothing will be impossible. This is the angel of the Lord. Hallelujah. Saying this to her. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be unto me according to your word. Let it be unto me. That was her yes. Amen? That's what God's looking for right now. Our yes. Our powerful yes. Because with that yes, conception took place. With that yes, conception took place. 
How incredible, that incredible word that she heard. Amazing word, powerful word. She wasn't amazed, as I said, about seeing an angel. It, it was the, what it said that got her attention. It's what the angel said to her that got her attention. That's the way we give birth to miracles. We, the word of God, what he says to us, gets our attention. And then we, we go and say Proverbs 4.20, My son, pay attention to my word. Incline your ear unto what I've said to you. Amen? Let it not depart from your, your mouth. Keep it in the midst of your heart because it is life and health to all your flesh. Amen? Keep your heart with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life. This word that she said yes to, out of that, the conception of that word in her heart, she spoke it with her mouth, there's the yes, and Christ was conceived. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. <sighs> you know, whether the angel said you have found favour in the sight of God. You know, many of us would think that if we hear the word favour, if there's favour on our life, that we would just go into this incredible stream of ease. But, but, but this, this, this favour that was given to Mary was for purpose and function and destiny. You know, favour can cause inconvenience in our lives. Yeah? You know, so with the favour of the Lord, she conceived a child. And we can, yeah, favour, we conceive children. But how many of you know that life can be a tad inconvenienced when? You know, our life can be inconvenienced by having children. Things change. Our sleep is inconvenienced. Amen. Our whole life changes. Can anyone agree with that? I mean, I remember when I thought, are you serious? Will life ever be normal again? I can't even go to the bathroom without them rapping on the door. Will I ever sleep a whole night? Again. And this is the favour of the Lord. You know, the favour of the Lord is to bring forth purpose and destiny in our lives. And our life, as we know it, can be very inconvenienced. Anyone relate to what I'm saying? Yeah? Amen. Hope so. Hope it wasn't only me. <laughs> but this favour is for purpose and for function. It can cause inconvenience. Mary's life was about to be extremely inconvenienced. Amen. <laughs> On a whole new level. But it was for a higher cause. The angel said to her, you have found favour and you will conceive a child and give birth to a son and his name will be Jesus. And what did she hear? For with God nothing is impossible. What did she say? Let it be unto me according to your word. What it's saying is here is it doesn't mean how things, uh, things are necessarily in the natural, right? Um, but, you know, often when we're getting um, used to or prepared for a birth, um, we can be limited in our understanding, with our understanding or our 
experience. You know, we're limited because we've never been that way before. Mary had a lot to, 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 to go through. I mean, she could have been stoned to death. Her receiving, you know, her yes cost her a lot. You know, she goes to her friends and, and, and a fiancé and says, oh, guess what, an angel come and saw me and now I'm pregnant. Right? And, uh, and everyone went, yay, wonderful news. You know, that, 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 that <laughs> what she had to say, I believe, would have caused a lot of disruption. Yeah? Amen? But praise God, there was a grace on her fiancé to actually... Um, support her and 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 stay with her, and uh, there was a grace that she wasn't even stoned. She wasn't stoned to death. It was going to cost us something. You know, the favor in our life can cost us something. The yes can cost us something to bring forth another generation. You know, you you you, you can begin to declare uh, to, uh, the good news of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, and and you know what, you can lose friends with that. You can lose friends with your choices. You know, you, you know, people people could could look at you and say, "Well, look, actually, I thought you were quite an intelligent human being, but you're, you're telling me or, or advising me to to believe that something is um is possible that really is not biologically possible or scientifically possible." You know, when you say that you will lay hands on me and I will be healed, you're telling me something that is impossible. Now you're starting to believe things that are impossible. People, 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 you might lose some friends. But guess what? The Holy Spirit comes into agreement with the Word of God. And miracles are given. We give birth to miracles. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. It's, it, it can cost us. But the reward is so amazing. The reward is incredible. It can cost us. You know, our lives as mothers are given to, to growing a child nine months. Our whole body working towards growing this, this beautiful, this little human being. Belly, <laughs> yeah. And it, it, there's a cost to that. It's a cost to our physical health. It's a cost to our life. It's a cost to our time. But so worth the miracle. Amen. So worth what we're waiting for. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. As I said, she risked being stoned to death. Could have cost her of life. Could have cost her her yes, cost her everything that she had. As it does. But sometimes we will not accept the divine assignment because we're not willing to be inconvenienced or pay the price to bring God to our generation. We're... we're, we're we can be not willing to hear a no, don't pray for me, or no, that's inconvenient, yeah? But we have a world that is dying, and for those of us that believe that this, in the scriptures we believe right, that there is a heaven and there is a hell. And if the church do not carry God to our generation if we don't allow them to see the light within us, they will continue to walk in darkness. It's sobering, isn't it? But I believe that we are carrying a hunger to give birth to souls. 
And I believe that God wants to activate that hunger to give birth. Hallelujah. Just as a woman longs to be a mother, we long to give birth. And I tell you, the Lord said to me, said to me a few years ago, keeps on reminding me, over this nation, Eve is awakening and her righteousness will exceed that of the law. Hallelujah. Amen. Eve is awakening. The womb of the church is awakening. Even the natural is awakening. It doesn't matter what laws they passed, her righteousness will exceed that of the law and she'll make great choices. Just had to put that out there. Glory to God. Someone say yes to that. You know, it doesn't matter what law is passed. When righteousness is revealed to a person, they'll make good choices. The life giver is awakening over our nation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. It's time, church, to accept our divine assignments. I'll rush by because I know that guys have got plans for the day. When we step in to those assignments, thank you, Father. We'll get so much accomplished in this time. There's a quickening. We've entered into a time of God's redemptive grace at an accelerated pace. Church, none of us are here by accident. We are not a product of time, but we are a product of eternity. God has plucked us out and positioned us and given us gifts and talents for the purpose of serving this generation. Now, not putting it off to another generation, for the purpose of serving this generation. Hallelujah. Now, for some of us, this Mother's Day is a day of great joy. We have come from great families and wonderful experiences, but for others it may not be like that. For others this day might represent loss or grief or guilt or condemnation. But there is a story that's greater than our experiences, and that is above everything that has happened. You and I are here in a divine plan and purpose of God to show forth his glory. Pain has come, hurt has come, wounds have come. Assignments have come from the enemy to still kill and destroy our destiny. But John 10.10 John 10 says that, that, that we have been given life abundantly. Amen. He has given us, Jesus came to give us life abundant, that we would live in our purpose, that we would fulfill our destiny. When our identity is threatened, we respond with God's truth. You know, there's so many different things that can be uh, threatened. Uh, we can be threatened. Oh, you, well, for me, for a start, you're a woman and you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. But you know, when God speaks, something's bigger on the inside of you than what man would say to you. Amen. When you're born again, you are created in the image of God. Amen. There's a plan that God has for your life. You are born for a time such as this. Amen. Before the foundation of the world, he prepared a plan for your life. A good plan, recreated in the image of God to fulfill the plan of God upon your life. Hallelujah. With the helper, the Holy Spirit. Is that right? Empowered with the word of God and the spirit of God to live as a new creation, recreated in the image of God. I'm talking about your identity. 
that we don't identify with years past, the hurts, the, the, the disappointments. Yes, we've all had them, but God does not want your future ruined by you continually reflecting on your past. He wants you to look into the word of God and find out who you are and live and walk in your destiny. Amen. Your purpose. Bless the Lord. You're his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Ephesians 2 verse 10. Which God prepared beforehand for you to walk in it. But not on your own with him. Hallelujah. Amen. By the power of the Holy Spirit. So many last week received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It was so exciting. The power of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, yep, I'm going to finish up. We can limit our future by seeing our identity based on what has been. We can limit our lives on our capacity and ability based on our past experiences. But when we allow God's word to define us, we will walk in our destiny. That is what happened with Mary. Amen. <laughs> that is why Mary was able to believe the angel when he said, what is impossible with man is possible with God. God can do the impossible. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So what am I saying? Let's not be, um, allow our identity to be defined by what has happened to us, but begin to live out the life as a new creation, created in the image of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Allow this word today to, to define you as a son or a daughter of the Most High God. That's who you are. Turn to someone and say, that's who you are. That's who you are. Amen. Hallelujah. For those of you that have got so much, you know, there's so much of us happened. We've all had experiences, you know what I mean. But, but the enemy has taken enough. You, 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 you may have come out some incredible traumas. I'm sure there's people here that have. We've all been traumatized to some degree, and I'm, I'm not making light of that. But the enemy has taken enough of your time, so don't give him any more. I said, don't give him any more. He's taken enough. Amen? Hallelujah. We can be filled with more hope daily by looking into his word and looking into who he has called us to be and looking into who he says that we are. I'll finish up. I'll finish up. But someone say, I am who he says that I am. Amen. And I can do what he says that I can do. Amen. Hallelujah. Just stand up. Thank you, Father. Shh. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Let the words of my life book, <laughs> let the words of life, let the words of life, Dwell in you richly because in my words are wisdom. Hallelujah. My word carries the power within itself when you hear it and when you speak it to bring itself to pass. When I speak, when I speak, 
your yes will bring conception for your now and for your future. Hallelujah. Borimba to sondoriklene. Huramate. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. It's a brand new day. Walk in it. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you for today, Lord. We celebrate, Father, new life. We celebrate, Father God, motherhood. Father, we thank you that you honour motherhood. We thank you for the favour that you have given us, Father God, to bring forth a new generation, this generation. And Father, we thank you that we can step out of our past and step into our future, Father, as if our past never took place, Lord, because of your healing comfort, your delivering power, Father, that was on display when your son died for us and represented your love for us, Lord God. Thank you for blessing us, Lord. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for empowering us for this incredible destiny that you have for your latter-day church, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Glory to God. Well, let's give it up for Jesus and for each other. And let's just applaud the... Honour the mums in the house, doing an incredible job. Glory to God.